0: Welcome to the Till Shirt Report. Some breaking news now. After we did our report on Sunday, August the 2nd, it is now Monday, August the 3rd, and some some sad news to report on the injury front. Uh, There's been some players added to the COVID-19 reserve list, and they do include quarterback Gardner Minshew. Uh, We reported um, yesterday on Sunday that Matt Stafford, is on the COVID-19 reserve list. And this means, it doesn't mean that the these players have tested positive for COVID-19. It just means that they could have tested positive for COVID-19 or uh, they have been near or around someone that did test positive for COVID-19. But in either situation, it's going to be about a three-week a three week situation where Gardner Minshew, if everything goes well, you know, and he has um, some tests that turn out good, as the NFL does test every day, as I understand it. So Gardner Minshew is about a three week situation now at this point. He should be back in training camp, I'm going to suspect, within about three weeks. Other players that have uh, tested, or I should say, are placed on the COVID-19 reserve list besides Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback, Gardner Minshew. And that obviously is the biggest news that the Jaguars starting quarterback is now on the COVID-19 reserve list and will probably not return to the team until at least three weeks from now. So besides quarterback, Gardner Minshew, uh, backup running back uh, Raquel Armstead, that's uh, backup running back, Raquel Armstead, who's probably the third string back or the third running back at this time. He is also on the COVID-19 reserve list, as well as tight end uh, Charles Jones and uh, Michael Walker. Uh, Michael Walker, also one of the Jaguars players, uh, not a starter, but Michael Walker is on the COVID-19 reserve list, as is Charles Jones. Uh, backup running back Raquel uh, Rock, Raquel Armstead, and, of course, the biggest news, quarterback Gardner Minshew is also on the COVID-19 reserve list at this time. So tough news to break. It looks like Gardner will be out a training camp uh, for at least three weeks. I guess perhaps it's better. If this was going to happen to Gardner Minshew, perhaps it's best that it's happened now. You know, as it as it was reported right after we did our podcast uh, yesterday on August the 2nd, it was reported right after that. So we're now reporting it on Monday, August the 3rd, that again, uh, Gardner Minshew, Jaguars starting quarterback, that's uh, starting Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Gardner Minshew has been placed on the COVID-19 reserve list. Along with some other players, including uh, back of running back Raquel uh, Rock Raquel Armstead, uh, tied in Charles Jones, and also another player, Michael Walker, a reserve player, and of course, a few days back, I guess almost a week ago, right tackle starting right tackle Jawan Taylor was placed on the COVID nineteen reserve list about a week or so ago. So he would you would think that uh, right tackle Jawan Taylor would be back you know, ahead of uh, uh, Gardner Minshew. So that's where we are on the COVID-19 reserve front. I mean, there's there's players being placed on COVID-19 reserve. There are players opting out, like Al Woods opted out for the Jaguars uh, just, a, just a few days ago. And Levente uh, 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 McCray, uh, also opted out for the Jaguars, so there's players all across the NFL. There's some players that again are opting out uh, from playing this season. You know, which is um, you know somewhat understandable. Kind of sad for the league though, and it's going to make it if the season does come off and all these games are played.
1: It is going to be an
0: interesting season. Major League Baseball is is going through. Um, uh, similar things right now. You know, some of the Cardinals, uh, Brewers games were, were canceled as well as some of the Florida Marlins games as some Marlins players, uh, quite a few Marlins players, uh, were put on COVID-19 reserve, you know, as well as some, a couple of Cardinals players, but some of their, some of their office or front office staff, um, apparently, uh, you know, tested positive or they were around people that tested positive for COVID-19. So very interesting. COVID-19 is a big game changer. You know, as big as uh, people making outstanding plays out there, we're just going to have to deal with COVID-19 here in 2020, possibly beyond where will it all end? Uh, we are hoping, you know, we are hoping without a doubt that, um, uh, Covid nineteen, the situation will get better. Uh, certainly, you know, certainly sometime during the season, if if not at least toward the you know toward the late part of 2020. Again, those players that opted out for the Jaguars included Al Wood and levente McRae. Um, Lavonte McRae is a linebacker, so that opens up a spot for someone you know to, to make the roster, right? So linebacker Leventy McRae has opted out on the season for the Jaguars. So has defensive tackle Al Wood. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report. Uh, We're going to be taking a look at uh, more of the the Jaguars uh, 80-man roster. A lot of changes now with um, the COVID-19 reserve list, players opting out. So we thought some of this uh, may happen, and it, it already has. It already has started. We're going to talk about the Elite Indoor Football League. Southern Steam, they won four in a row now. They did. They won yesterday on Sunday, August the 2nd. We'll talk about the Elite Indoor Football League coming up, and we'll uh, go back into the, uh, the 80-man Jaguars roster and uh, pick it up where we left off. I think we were in the last names of the H's. So uh, we'll continue with the Teal Shirt Report. Thank you for listening, my name is Scott. We're listened to on this, we are listened to on as many as, uh, in as many as 14 states and internationally across the world. Thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report. The Teal Shirt Report is continuing. You are listening to the Teal Shirt Report. We're going to continue along. We do have the 80 man roster to, to go back into. We're up to the H's now. We're going to continue with the 80 man roster, but first of all, we're going to talk about elite indoor football. The only the only indoor or arena league playing in the country, the Elite Indoor Football League. They play in certainly a, you know, they're a lower echelon indoor or arena league, if you will, but they play in smaller arenas, so it does allow for them to play. They're playing at the Ice and Sports Complex uh, currently. All the games the Southern Steam are playing are in the Ice and Sports Complex uh, here in Jacksonville, uh, located in the uh, the area of Phillips and Emerson on the south side of Jacksonville. So there was another game, uh, yours truly, Scott, myself, I was there I, I've been to four straight EIF games, The Elite Indoor Football League. The Southern Steam was victorious. Uh, the Southern Steam, 56. The West Coast Soldiers, 28. The Southern Steam now 4-1 and one in the Elite Indoor Football League. I understand the West Coast Soldiers uh, actually originate from another league. So, you know, it's interesting what's going on. I mean, the Elite Indoor Football League, the only league really operating in the nation, Uh, Some good football, hard-hitting football, too, at the Eisen Sports Complex uh, here in Jacksonville in the Emerson and Phillips area. And we had a chance to interview some of the players. We'll get to some of those interviews. We'll also get back to the 80-man roster for the Jaguars, too. But, again, the Elite Indoor Football League is operating. That's the Elite Indoor Football League. Final score, Southern Steam 56, West Coast Soldiers 28 on Sunday evening august the second and hey we got some some interviews coming up as we'll take you back to that game on uh, sunday this past sunday august the second okay Uh, we want to welcome you to the teal shirt report some news broke a little bit earlier today on this sunday august the second we understand that uh, jaguars starting quarterback uh, gardner Minshew has been placed on the COVID 19 reserve list which means he could have tested positive for COVID-19 or, you know, he's uh, been around perhaps someone else that's been tested positive. So it looks like Gardner will now go on the COVID-19 reserve list. And uh, hopefully, if everything goes good, he'll be back in the next two to three weeks. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, Jacoby Jacobs, defensive back with the Southern Steam. Uh, we are at halftime of this uh, game tonight on August 2nd. Between the West Coast Soldiers, who came in here, got the lead early, it got a little – boy, they got a little excited. I know that. Boy, there's been some talk, a lot of trash talking on both sides. And uh, the Southern Steam is leading, Southern Steam 36. And uh, the West Coast Soldiers, 22. In my midst right here by our microphone, we got Jacoby Jacobs, who uh, plays defensive back for the Southern Steam. And and, uh, Jacoby, congratulations. You got two interceptions in the first half, two pick sixes, right? Yes, sir.
1: Tell us a little bit about those plays. You got real excited. Uh, I don't know. I just uh, I happen that I got good awareness for the game. I uh read the field kind of good. I seen like the first oh, yeah. one. First one I seen it was just a high ball. He kind of lobbed it. He didn't oh, yeah. really see his receiver. Yeah. Easy interception. Clear field, ran it. Now you got that first one. I thought you scored that first pick
0: six. I mean, you 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 made a good presence and you scored fairly easily. That second one, man, that was kind of tough for getting in the end zone on that one. I
1: owe it to my teammate. He pulled me in there. Oh, he did? Yes, yeah, yeah, sir. He pulled me in there. He said, he said, hey, look I come here. Okay.
0: And you know, Alex Nunnery, uh, Big J Report contributor tells me you played um, college football at J U. Tell us about that. Uh,
1: I got recruited as a DB, but uh came in and trained uh, training camp and kinda impressed my coaches. They switched me to receiver. And ever since then it was just kind of like a learn a learning thing for me at first because it was my first time playing receiver in a long time. Okay. and I like to say is they taught me. They they, they sat me down. I uh, sat my first year, sat me down, made sure I learned the plays behind a, a good veteran riley. And I had Dorian coach me picking me up. He stayed right around the street from where my mom stayed. So it was kind of easy getting in out of training camp. And they kind of helped me get caught up with my books. Curran Bell was a good coach. They ran the program real good. Everybody tried to keep everybody close as possible and look out for one another.
0: Well let me let me find this out about you uh Jacoby Jacoby Jacobs, defensive back number twenty-two with the Southern Steam. How long have you played with the Southern Steam now?
1: It's my second year. Okay.
0: andy how, how do you like the Elite
1: Indoor Football League? Uh, I, I like It's fast. Pace. It's more my pace because it's fast. So, okay. I play fast. So yeah. I don't, I don't I mean, know. It's, a, it's
0: just a 50-yard field, right?
1: Yes sir. Make it make it a lot easy, too easy for me sometimes. <laughs> Not to be too not to be cocky or
0: nothing. Well, let me let me tell you, Jacoby definitely the first half of the game star. Uh, two interceptions, both going for touchdowns the other way on pick sixes, and uh, that's kind of got you uh, the kind of got you guys in the lead. Southern Steam thirty six, and uh, the West Coast uh, Soldiers twenty two. But they got the lead early in the game, didn't
1: they? Yes, sir. It's all about football. You gonna have you gonna have your ups and downs. It's all about who got the most heart at the end, who's willing to fight to the whistleblower. I got you. We uh, talking with Jacoby
0: Jacobs, defensive back with the Southern Steam, two interceptions in the first half, both went for pick sixes. And we're going to talk to this gentleman over here coming up, Alex. Danny Jackson, you can come get in the seat, man. We're going to talk to Danny Jackson. Uh, Danny, you guys got behind early in the game. Man, I looked at the scoreboard, and and I think – Let's see. Uh, the West Coast soldiers had a 14 to 8 lead, and now all of a sudden, a couple of pick sixes and some good. De- you guys have always played good defense, haven't you? Tell, tell us a little bit about your position. You play. I
2: play running back and linebacker. Um, just pretty much uh, like you say, we were down and uh, had to get our mental, mental aspect of the game down pat and get a lot, a little more physical.
0: Yeah. Danny, what's your full name, man? I'm trying to keep up with the names and the positions. Give me your full name. I'm going to jot it down. Danny
2: Jackson. Danny Jackson. Okay. Yes, sir.
0: And uh, Danny, tell us a little bit about your past. Obviously, you play with the Southern Steam now, but uh, who have you played for in the past like high school and college? I played for Raines High School and
2: I played for Alabama State University. Oh,
0: wow. Okay. Well, you know, I I spent some time up in Albany and I I live in Western Georgia, up near Fall and between Fall and Albany, spent a lot of time up there. And you, now you played. Uh, what was the name of the high school you played at? William and Rains. Okay, you played. You, so you played at Rains here in Jacksonville. And did you say you played at Albany State? Alabama State. Oh, Alabama State. I got you. Alabama State. I got you. So, uh, Danny. Yeah. Well. What's that, Alex? And, and his head coach was a two-time state championship at Rain. Oh, okay. Now, that's right. And uh, I think Coach Wiley's retired now, right? Yes, sir.
2: He is retired. Well, I think he
0: just retired, what, after last year?
2: Yes, sir. Okay.
0: Well, I, I know you're proud of the Reigns program, two state championships. And I think Reigns, uh, you know, they won two in a row, but the first one they won before they won the second one, uh, Mandarin won a title that same year, too, I believe. And what was kind of funny is, I, you know, I think Lee never won a state title in the last couple of years, but they had beaten both those teams. So Jacksonville football is pretty good.
2: Yes, it is. It's, it's, it has come a long way. And the program is definitely going to get better. My uh, former classmate is now um, taking over the head coach
0: Johnny Reigns now. So. Okay. What, what's, the, what's the head coach at Reigns now? Uh, Donovan Masson. Okay. Okay. And uh, Danny, you play linebacker and fullback. That kind of that kind of works hand in hand in arena or indoor. Because I know a guy that I you know I I know that uh, the the Jacksonville Sharks. You're familiar with them, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, they they've got they usually their fullback plays fullback and linebacker too. Yes, sir. But they got – I don't know if you know Zach Brown, right?
2: Yes, yes, I do know Zach Brown. I played against him in high
0: school. <laughs> oh, did you really? Yes, sir. So, I mean, he's a pretty good player. And he's he's actually a friend of mine on Facebook, too, Zach Brown. And the National Arena League, um, their season got canceled. But we understand they're actually expanding the Arena League now. The National Arena League has is, is gone from like six to seven to eight. They may have as many as ten teams in the National Arena League uh, – uh next year so pretty good league uh here in town and throughout the southeast
2: yeah that sounds exciting maybe i get a chance to join one of those teams
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you, you might you might danny but you know what i've always been told about the southern steam they're kind of a second half team that's what coach bobby dameral has told me i'm just amazed about the southern steam i mean they started up in pennsylvania and then they were i think they were they were sold uh, to another owner, and they moved down to Savannah. It didn't work out in Savannah, I think, with the arena. Then they moved to, to uh, Statesboro. Now they're you know, they here in Jacksonville because I, I guess the main reason is because of arena availability. Right, right, right. And, you know, according to COVID-19, try to keep things safe and yeah. run out of options. So. Yeah. I mean, there's actually a big crowd at this game today. And, I, you know, I could go around and count heads, but there may be, you know, a couple hundred people here. Uh, Perhaps, but it's uh, this is not like the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena where there's thousands of people in, you know, in the uh, arena and social distancing. If you look around, it's really being observed uh, really good here at the Eisen Sports Complex uh, on in the Phillips and Emerson area. So do you like playing on the surface out there?
2: Yes, I do. Yes, it's um, it's a difference from being outside. Okay, (laughs) I got you.
0: Well, we've been talking to uh, Danny Jackson. How many tackles you make in the first half? Do you remember?
2: Uh, five. Really? Yes,
0: Man, that's a, that's, a, that's a pretty good first half, Danny. And then we got the two pick sixes from Jacoby Jacobs. I know he was excited and proud. And I'll, I'll say one thing that, I, you know, this is the four straight steam game I've been to, and they won them all, all the ones I've been to. But the defense, the defense has played some, I mean, just some amazing and and. In a really suffocating defense.
2: Well, I think it's the chemistry. Uh, a lot of us played together, previous teams, and we just clicked together.
0: I got you. I got you. Well, man, Danny, thanks for joining us at halftime. Good luck in the second half. Thanks for joining us uh, right here on the Teal Shirt Report.
2: Thank you. Thank you for
0: having me. Okay, sir. You have a great second half now. Okay, score at halftime is the Southern Steam 36. Southern Steam 36 and the – West Coast Soldiers, 22. I'm kind of getting used to that name, the West Coast Soldiers. So, again, at halftime, getting ready for the second half now. It's the Southern Steam 36 and the West Coast Soldiers, 22. Halftime finished up as the third quarter is getting ready to start in this elite indoor football game. This elite indoor football game uh, at the Eisen Sports Complex uh, here in Jacksonville uh, near Emerson and Phillips at the Ice and Sports Complex. Third quarter coming up, 36-22, to 22, the Steam leading the West Coast Soldiers. And you're listening, you're listening to the Teal Shirt Report. Okay, welcome to the Teal Shirt Report. The Southern Steam has just defeated, you know, the uh, West Coast Soldiers. Uh, final score, 56 for the uh, Southern Steam. West Coast Soldiers, 28. Uh, we are going to talk to uh, Jared Elser, uh, Jack Linebacker for the Southern Steam. And, uh, Jared, you guys had a, a good win tonight, you know, after uh, on this Sunday, August 2nd in the evening. You had a, you had a great win, 56-28. to But the game started out uh, really uh, kind of close. In fact, um, the West Coast Soldiers had the lead, lead early in the game.
1: Yes, sir. They, they jumped out in front of us in the, in the first quarter, but it's all right. I mean, you know, they, they – come out make a few mental mistakes and you learn from them and you bounce back ultimately that's what we did
0: yeah and now we're talking to jared Elster, jack linebacker um jared you've also played quarterback earlier in the season you got a i believe uh, a touchdown pass ran for a touchdown and a two-point conversion do you like playing the quarterback position or how do you compare it to playing jack linebacker
1: um on defense i, I kind of float around from from defensive end to linebacker yeah. but uh quarterback is really where it's at you know that that's 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 a whole different kind of pressure that you know I, that you you don't really experience until you're in that in that position yeah. um it's it's do or die you know the whole team's kind of kind of you know riding on your
0: shoulders a little bit yeah. and uh you know it, it's a little bit of a disciplinary break getting to be on defense you know it, it's not so big of a deal if you make one little mistake or you you know you
1: Lose, contain, or you know,
0: whatever. But you know, quarterback. That's just that you got to be impeccable. You got to be on top of your game nonstop, and that's that's a lot of pressure. And uh, Jared, how many tackles you figure you made tonight? I believe I might five. I'm at five tackles. That's that's not bad. That's not bad. I'll tell you what, Jared Elser uh, plays Jack linebacker. I like what you said about moving all around. That sounds like it makes makes the game fun. Oh yeah, it, it, it's it's. And here on the Tiltshirt Report, we want to thank uh, Jared Elser, who is a Jack linebacker with the Southern Steam, made, as uh, Jared said, about five tackles. We also talked to the other linebacker, uh, J.R. Boy, I enjoy uh, talking to JR. J.R. said he made about 10 or 11 tackles for the Southern Steam. And, again, the Southern Steam uh, won that game on Sunday, August the 2nd. The Southern Steam uh, 56, the West Coast Soldiers 28. Uh, Alex Nunnery, Big J Report contributor, said the next game for the Southern Steam at the Ice and Sports Complex will be on August the 15th. We'll be telling you more about that upcoming game as well. So, again, I want to thank all the the folks we talked to, J.R., uh, of course. uh, We talked to uh, Jared Elser. And, uh, you know, the big, a really big game, uh, let's see, Jacob Jacoby. I mean, he had a really, really big game with, uh, two pick sixes, uh, for the Southern steam. And again, Southern steam, 56 West coast soldiers, 28. So now we're going to move back into the, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars roster. You know, again, talking about the sad news of, um, uh, COVID-19 reserve, Gardner Minshew's on COVID-19 reserve. So at training camp now, with Gardner not at training camp for at least the next almost three weeks or more, um, you got to say that probably Mike Glennon, Mike Glennon's your starter. Uh, Josh Dobbs is going to push him, and he's the backup, I would say, at this point. And then you've also got uh, uh, Mr. Tootin in camp, the uh, sixth round pick in 2020, uh, out of Oregon State. So – Four quarterbacks down to three uh, temporarily for the next three weeks. And then I think Gardner Minshew, without a doubt, will be back in about three weeks as long as everything goes well. You know, as tests go well, as far as the COVID-19 front goes. COVID-19, definitely a game changer at this point. Going back to the 80 man, you know, we were talking about Devon Hamilton yesterday. Uh, Devon Hamilton recently got put on COVID-19 reserve as well. So some of the other players, let's move down to, uh, uh, and by the way, Devon Hamilton, who was placed on COVID-19 reserve, he's a guy that was drafted in the third round to play nose tackle, defensive tackle uh, for the Jaguars, Six foot four, three 320 pounds out of Ohio State. He'll be wearing number 52. We did touch on uh, his situation. Uh, yesterday on the Teal Shirt Report as well. Let's move to Josh Hammond. Josh Hammond is an interesting guy out of the University of Florida. He's a wide receiver. He will wear number 81 in training camp. Don't know if he'll make the team. The Jaguars have a lot of wide receivers, and this might be the best wide receiver room the Jaguars have had in a number of years now with LaVisca Chennault and DJ Chark, DD Westbrook. Uh, to name a few, Chris Connolly. So it's going to be difficult for a guy like, you know, probably like Josh Hammond, I mean, to break through. I mean, this is a, a guy that was signed as a rookie undrafted free agent out of the University of Florida. I like his game. This is a guy that's got to show well in training camp, but there's, there's no preseason game. So it's kind of like word of mouth. Oh, yeah, this guy looks good, but we had to let him go because of the numbers game. So, uh, Josh, if he you know, if he doesn't latch on with the Jaguars on their 53-man roster, their final 53-man roster, or whatever the final roster ends up being, I, I've heard reports that the 53-man roster may end up being 55. I've got to believe the practice squads are going to be larger than the normal 10 on a practice squad due to COVID-19, but we'll see. Uh, the situation with the NFL and COVID-19 seems to be changing almost weekly. So we get – uh, new news almost every week along you know the front of how COVID-19 is affecting everything. So Josh Hammond is an undrafted free agent, rookie out of the University of Florida. As we told you yesterday, the Jaguars probably have one of the youngest teams in the NFL now after trading away some of their veterans for draft picks to get down a little bit uh, to a more manageable uh, level with the salary cap. So Josh Hammond, wide receiver out of Florida, He's about 6 foot, 194 pounds, 22 years of age, a rookie from Florida. He is going to fight for a ro- roster spot, but he'll do that during practice and in the training camp with no preseason games now. Uh, Blake Hance, wearing number 72 in offensive lineman, 6'5", 3'10", out of Northwestern. This guy really, to make the team, this guy would really have to impress the uh, Jaguars coaches, in particular, uh, you know, head coach Doug Marone, who – as an offensive line background. So he'll, if he sees something out of a guy and likes him, they could keep him. Keep in mind, though, I think the practice squads are going to be critical and the practice squads will have a bigger impact maybe than ever. Blake Hance, I don't see him making the team. Maybe he's going to be a practice squad guy. Offensive lineman, 6'5, 3'10 out of Northwestern. Man, all those offensive linemen. They all weigh over 300 now, don't they? Okay, Ronnie Harrison, safety out of Alabama. And Ronnie begins his third year as uh, typically a starting Jacksonville Jaguars safety. Ronnie Harrison, he's a little crazy at times. I've seen him headbutt a player when he wasn't even involved in the play one time. Maybe he's grown from that, but, I mean, he can play. This, this kid can play out of Alabama going into his third year uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's still just 23 years of age, 6'3", 207, good size for safety, and he wears number 36. Let's move to DJ Hayden, who's a defensive back with the Jaguars. He's also the main nickelback, and he really impressed a lot of people last year with his play. This is a guy you want to hang on to. Now, he's got some injury issues right now. He's on the pup list, the active pup list. So he's um, he's a player that's uh, not able, unable to perform, you know, at this time. But DJ Hayden, let's get him healthy, get him back on the field because he played really, really well for the Jaguars in 2019. He's, he's a, he was a very good free agent pickup by Tom Conflin and um, Dave Codwell a couple of years ago. So DJ Hayden, he's on the mend. As we're talking in the H's on the 80 man roster, DJ Hayden, we, we need him back. Now, he's, he's a veteran. He's 30 years old. He had been with the Raiders for a while. Uh, this is his eighth year in the NFL. And, um, you know, DJ's been with the Jaguars for a couple of years now. Also, Amari Henderson, number 38, cornerback, 6'1", 180 at a Wake Forest. Amari Henderson. You know, you never can tell. This might be a practice squad guy. Um, so Amari, I you know, probably don't see Amari making the the final 53-man roster out of Wake Forest. He's, um, you know, basically a, a rookie. And uh, we'll see. I mean, these guys got to prove something in training camp and in practice. Practice, we're talking about practice. Well, that's all we can really talk about. And I'm sure there'll be some you know, some limited scrimmaging in practice. I'm assuming COVID-19 still the game changer about how things are, you know, being held with the players probably having a lot of zoom meetings with the coaches, right? Okay. The next guy up in the H's is CJ Henderson. This guy was the first draft pick overall by the Jaguars. And the Jaguars pick CJ. As the Jaguars had the ninth pick overall, pick CJ Henderson, cornerback out of the University of Florida. He is projected to be a lockdown corner. He better be being a a first round pick that high in the draft, right? I mean, this guy, this guy's got the tools. You know, he, uh, he rarely got beat. Really got beat. I think. I think in Florida last year, maybe there was only one touchdown scored on him, or it was some kind of crazy, uh, statistic like that. But uh, I mean, this guy's uh, projected to be a, a really, really good football player. C.J. Henderson. He was picked uh, ninth overall. I'm going to pull up the uh, the draft from April. See if I can get the draft from April up because the Jaguars were big players in the draft. Not only were they big players, but uh, you know, keep keep in mind, you know, they had 12 picks. They never moved up. A lot of people thought they would move up in the draft, you know, where they wouldn't actually take all 12 players. They might move up a few spots and end up with eight or nine players, but they did pick CJ Henderson, the cornerback out of Florida, ninth overall in the 2020 draft. I just wanted to verify that. Uh, Real quickly on the uh, Teal Shirt Report is wearing the H's as we're taking a look at the 80-man roster. So C.J. Henderson, Pence Lehman as a starter. I mean, the problem that C.J. is going to have, I mean, he's going to be going up against the top flight receivers in the NFL right away as a rookie. Can he handle the pressure? Can he be a lockdown corner? Well, let's see what happens at first. I think he'll get better and better as the season goes along if he stays healthy which I expect him to, he's uh, going to wear number 21. C.J. Henderson will wear 21. He's a quarterback, one, 204 pounds, uh, 21 years of age, a rookie out of Florida. Now, the other guy we're going to talk about is an undrafted uh, player. The Jaguars actually kind of hit on as an undrafted player. Um, a guy that uh, he's moving into his third year in the nfl he kind of took over for jalen ramsey you know when jalen ramsey went on the sick out and decided to lay out for about three weeks and steal about three jaguars game checks trey herndon played and played pretty good he's a, uh, a third year veteran going into his third year out of vanderbilt you know and trey he might not have the 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 best or the most talent or tools But uh, the fans like him. I I think the fans like Trey Herndon, and he plays pretty well, and he's a developing player going into his third year. This is a guy that can get better. He started a lot of games already for the Jaguars at uh, cornerback. That's uh, Trey Herndon. I look for C.J. Henderson and Trey Herndon to be your two starters on the back end at uh, cornerback. Let's move up to the Jays, Miles Jack. Miles Jack. Was Miles Jack down? You know, I'm not even going to go into that AFC championship game back in January of 2018 from the 2017 season. That's going to be for a later podcast when I'll probably go off on everybody. But Miles Jack now is being moved from middle linebacker to the weak side, probably his more natural position where he can do what he does. I mean, I expect Jack to cover the tight end at times. Um, They they can use his speed. And, you know, of course, the um, the Jaguars now, they they signed – uh, Joe Schobert in the offseason to play middle linebacker he's Joe Schobert's a tackling machine this will allow the jaguars to move Miles Jack to the weak side where he can be a lot more effective so this is a win-win signing schobert for the jaguars and allowing him to be what he he is a middle linebacker where he makes a lot of tackles I think Schobert's going to shore up the run. Miles Jack can do what he does best, maybe by running sideline to sideline, chasing guys down, and uh, perhaps covering the tight end with his speed. So we'll stop with uh, Miles Jack in the Jays here Here on the Teal Shirt Report. We'll continue with the 80-man roster on our next Teal Shirt Report. We'll end it up with uh, Miles Jack. We, we've got a lot more guys and names to cover on the 80 man roster report. We only did the H's and and some of the J's today. So uh, join us again. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report brought to you by Saucer Realty. See the one and the only Larry Saucer uh, for your North Florida real estate needs. Larry has residential listings as well as business and commercial listings. Go to our website, follow us at BigJReport.com. Scroll down to the weather information where we're kind of getting through this tropical storm and tropical storm warning uh here here in jacksonville i know there's some uh some dangerous uh uh rip rip currents you know out on uh, out at jacksonville beach florida today on this uh, monday august the third but uh latest report the tropical storm is now starting to move up toward the carolinas and, uh, and away from northeast florida so i want to thank our sponsors anchor.fm Saucerility, and again you can follow us at bigjreport.com want to say hello to the folks with the uh, the Milton Garden Club Andy Powers and everybody at uh, the Milton Garden Club where they got those bird feeders they are listening to us in Wales that's right they're listening to us in Wales and uh, we do appreciate that again want to congratulate the Southern Steam on that big victory on Sunday evening August the 2nd Southern Steam 56 West Coast Soldiers 28 and uh, we want to thank all those great southern steam players who take the time to talk to us uh, all throughout the game and uh, go to our website because we do have some pictures on the website of some of the uh, southern steam uh, elite indoor football action go to bigjreport.com again we're sponsored by anchor.fm you know also by saucer realty great north florida real estate listings residential Business and commercial listings. See Larry Saucer at uh, Saucer Realty. Larry's in the Lake City area. Does a lot of real estate listings around Lake City, Live Oak, all throughout uh, North Florida. So again, make sure you check. Make sure you check uh, Larry out at Saucer Realty. One of our good sponsors at uh, Big J Report. At BigJReport.com, so you go to our weather report on the home page, scroll way down, and you'll find uh, a link to, to go to Saucer Realty. Uh, about halfway through our weather report, and again, want to say hello to Andy Powers and everybody at the Milton Court Garden and Wildlife Project in Wales. They got bird feeders up and uh, doing a lot of good gardening there. Andy, uh, Andy Powers and gang, and, and those guys at Milton Court Garden and Wildlife Project in Wales want to say a special hello to you uh, from North Florida. And we want to say hello to all of our international listeners. You know, we've got a lot of listeners in Ireland, Hong Kong. Hey guys. And uh, so at the UK, England, Germany, um, Ireland, I mentioned some listeners in Montreal, Canada. So we got international worldwide listeners and we're listened to on about, about 14 states. In the United States, from Florida, Georgia, Alabama, hello to Mad Max, and uh, and brother JC, JC, one of our, you know, our freelance, one of our freelance uh, reporters, you know, one of our freelance writers on the website at BigJReport.com. You've been listening to the Tilshur Report. We'll do it again. Let's hope that Gardner Minshew can get back on the roster or back on the team. I should say he's actually on COVID-19 reserve for about three weeks, and so let's hope he can get back active. And playing in training camp in about three weeks. So, so that's some of the latest news. Big news of the day: uh, sadly, quarterback Gardner Minshew is going on COVID-19 reserve, which means essentially he'll probably miss. If everything go, if everything goes well, he should miss only about three weeks, and should be back in plenty of time for the opener on Sunday, September the 13th, at home at TIAA TIAA Bank Field as uh, Jacksonville will host the indianapolis colts on sunday september the uh, 13th kickoff at one o'clock in the afternoon you've been listening to the tilt shirt report my name is scott i'm out have a great day